0: It. you have found yourself at another blowout no you find yourself in another episode of <laughs> on, on today's episode we're gonna talk about the blow, blowout loss uh to the philadelphia 76ers at home plus demar Derozan goes down with the injury we're gonna break it all down plus more right after this Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls. Member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. But anyway, Pat, yeah, the Bulls got their butts kicked, bro. Like, it was embarrassing. <laughs> like, I, I, like, let's just – all the formalities out the way. This was a game in which they started off on a 17-0 run, and literally, bro, I swear I started to text you and said, hey – we're not winning this game. But I didn't want to put the negative juju out in the universe, bro. But, you know, it is what it is, man. How, how you feeling, bro?
1: Um, Did it... This is going to be an odd question, right? This is going to be a very odd question based on how the game started and how most of the game went. Did it feel like the Bulls gave up too quick? Yes. yes. Like, like I, I felt like, right, like... Listen, game quarters 1 through 3 for the most part were terrible. But you got into that fourth quarter, they basically said Joel Embiid's not coming back in. Um they 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 didn't have James Harden. The Philadelphia 76ers missed their first 5 shots. And weirdly enough, I'm sitting here and I'm calling the game and I'm like, "Bro, like why are we just chucking up shots? Like this game's over." Bulls had cut it to, I believe, a 16-point game and then just started launching threes. And I was like, hey, not for nothing, but this is the reason why I'm sitting here having moments where people are yelling at me that Billy Donovan's a bad coach because you're not doing nothing to try and set something up in this moment. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to set nothing. Like, I, I I know this was a blowout game. It doesn't matter in the long run. Uh, the Bulls probably wouldn't have come back anyway. And even if the Bulls did come back right, the conversation around the Bulls literally would have been, hey, The Bulls beat the Joel Embiid less Sixers soon as he went out. But I absolutely was like, bro, like why did y'all just wave the white flag and not even wave the white flag and like the players on the court because Zach Levine dang near played most of this game. But it just felt like Billy Donovan came into this and was like, and not just Billy, the players too. And I know that there's an aspect of it where they're gas. There's a major aspect of it where they're gas. Gas don't excuse, a, a, what was it, a 23-3 to three run, I believe, yep. to start the game. You know what I mean? Gas don't excuse that. Um, in the retrospect, it's one game. Um, you, you can still win the week. You have to go and beat Portland. Um, and you can double up on this. But. It just felt like a, a weird game, bro. Like, to me, I was like, why the heck did we just throw the flag and throw the tile in? And, and to me, I'll ask you this. With the amount of minutes that the Bulls played, I know every game here is important. But yeah. With the amount of minutes that the Bulls have played over the last three games, is this a game that coming in, you might have thought about resting Zach and Damar coming into it and Vooch? In this game? In this game.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think when you have to as a, as a coach you have to recognize the body language of your players, and, and that's kind of what I was gonna say is that eleven when it was eleven o, Pat Bev was over there still trying to rile people up at 17-0, and after those texts that, that Billy Donovan and I can't remember who else got called for a tech, everybody's body language. Uh,
1: Demar DeRozan. Demar DeRozan oh, just yeah. Demar DeRozan absolutely like blatantly ran through Paul Reed's body. He Was like, hey, yeah. take the, take this with you. Take this with and you. And then yeah. You're gonna you gonna remember say- this tonight. Um, and it was done basically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah, it, w- it at that point it was time. It was like, I, I I get it. I get wanting to leave them in whatever. But yeah, at some point you realize that this game was just not going to get underhand and it, it was early. And I do think that halfway through the third quarter, you should have been like, listen, sit, go ahead and sit down. Like, um, but you know, it is what it is there. It just, this team, man, and the lack of energy that they have, um, they needed to be punched in the face. They needed to be completely knocked out and punched in the
1: face, and they
0: yeah. got that tonight.
1: I don't know. Is this a this is is this a moment where you're like, wow, you got your heads kicked in tonight, and it's absolutely just because you you didn't come out and fight. Like I watched the team tonight, and again, mm-hmm. I'm not making an excuse. There's no excuse for scoring three points in five minutes. None, zero. There's no. Th- there's zero excuse. But yeah. scoring three points in five minutes. But we did watch the Bulls fight back into that. I think the lead got down to to uh, eight at one point, and then you fought back in again, and it got down to ten. Mm. And it just looked like I mean, Demar DeRozan shot short all night. Uh, Zach, I mean, I believe he was zero for seven. Zach Levine was doing his best, but you could tell he was off his game. Booch's floaters short all night. He was floaters always short. That's nothing new. I mean, like <laughs> my God, bro. Like I've never. Ha, have we seen him make a floater?
0: Yeah. When he do the push floater, he made a couple of times early in the season. I, a little weird man, push floater it, that he it's, was it's working on a very on long time season.
1: ago. Because, man, every man. time I see him get down, there, I'm like, he just up there, he floating full hand on the ball, and it just like missed the whole rim. But, um, I don't know. I, I didn't see to me this is a you burn the film the second that it came off the game. <laughs> uh, you don't look at anything that you saw in this game because I don't think that it's very indicative of the Bulls team that we've seen since Pat Bev has been here. Did it resemble yeah. a Bulls team that we've seen before? Yeah, but to me, they just looked gas,
0: 110%. I get that, and looking gas, I, I, they definitely look gas, but you, at, like I said before, I, well, this was over on Central, I went on a rant, like, you have to, as a team that's trying to still fight for a plane, as a team that says you still think that you can pull this thing together, you gotta find a way to dig it in, like, yeah. And 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 to come out with this and to not be prepared, we all knew. Me and you said it after the win. We Philly was going to co- always going to oh, come oh, into oh, this <laughs> game after that loss, trying to knock you out. You showed like you, you, you. It's like you got. It's like somebody showed. They got Takashi. They thought yeah. that they were in the sauna chilling, and no,
1: Philly was ready got to t- kick. T- did they, you got just say they got Takashi. <laughs> they <bro>. got Takashi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a massacre. Get up.
1: <laughs> Show some fight. <laughs> I want to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but no. This, yeah, this, that's yeah, funny. That's funny. It,
0: it, it, it's it's bad. It's a bad look, man. And uh, I hope that this reminds the team of how much you have to dig in and find a level of fight. now. Bulls have they have one of the easiest schedules le- left and remaining in the in the NBA, and when you look at their upcoming schedule, which we'll, we'll wait to talk about, we'll talk about that in the last in the last segment. But yeah. the Bulls got to really pull this thing together, man, and they may have to do so now without DeMar for a few games, which we'll talk about here in a second too. But um, yeah, the big the big three combining for twenty eight points in a game like this that's that's bad, man.
1: I, I think I think it speaks, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I came into this game. I said, "Listen, two double overtimes, back to back against Miami. You mm-hmm. won all three of them. Okay, you take this ale tonight. I knew Joel Embiid wanted to come out and punch them in the mouth. Yeah. I knew it. I hundred and ten percent. And and he did. He was five for six, I believe, in the first quarter. Doesn't come back into the game. If anything, right, that's the part that pisses you off that Joel Embiid doesn't come back into the game. But I I think that. When when I watched, kind of, what I, I expected, what we saw tonight. Now the mindset to me of this team is okay. You don't play again until what? When we play again, Friday. Uh, yeah, we play yeah. Friday against Portland. Portland. You you can't come out that way against Portland.
0: I'm Portland, who's already considering shutting Dame down for the season, so you really can't come out
1: that you, way. You if Jeremy way Grant
0: goes off on us for forty five points in a victory, I'm going to lose my mind on this yeah. show.
1: Yeah, it's and and the here's that's the thing when I look at what this Bulls team has coming up and and just kind of where this team is as a whole. I I really feel like this Bulls team right now still right there. I don't see them moving up too far, but the bottom of the Eastern Conference is literally saying, please take over, right? Toronto ends up getting the lost tonight. I believe that we're technically tied with them with win percentage right now or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the Blazers coming up. Lakers. I know Pat Bale's going to play up on the Lakers, man. Uh, Clippers. Lakers again. Hornets. Then you got the Grizzlies, Hawks, Bucks, Mavs, and Pistons. Yeah, we got a tough stretch to end the season. A very... I so wouldn't end be surprised. The season, if, you got a tough stretch. Uh,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if while we have one of the easiest schedules now, you know how it changes and updates after every game. Those last four games of the season, we're probably gonna have. Just mark this down. I'd say we're gonna have eighth, eighth hardest schedule in the NBA. The last four games.
1: Yeah, because I mean the Pistons. I mean the, the Pistons might weigh it down a lot, but you don't finish the season with an easy thing. But yeah. but the tough part about that is right like. Here's the thing, you play on the second. The hardest part about all of that is how the schedule lines up. The second, the fourth, the fifth, the seventh. It's very similar to this stretch that we're in right now. Good point. So you got to go out there and you got to get it right. Like the reason that I'm not upset about these wins is because the Bulls played on the 17th, the 18th, the 20th, and you won all three of those. I expected you to drop one of those. Yeah. So now, right, you you come in here and you get, you take, and listen, they got their heads kicked in, 100%. But you go three and one over your last four and five and two over your last seven. Okay. Now, how, how do you get back? How do you bounce back? You're going to be punched in the mouth. This is the question we've asked about the Bulls all year. You're going to get punched in the mouth. How do they bounce back?
0: Yeah, and we'll talk about that and how you may have to do so without DeMar DeRozan coming up next. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about one of our new partners here at Locked On, and that is Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, and all the ups and downs of the season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. And our very own patent designer had four titles in a row and then uh lost on the fifth attempt there uh, Ooh, so you know it but it's hurt. a fun it game hurt. I mean we've played this game uh, extensively both of both of us and it's a really really fun game honestly um locked on bulls listeners get a hundred free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in the game store so make sure to check it out to download the game just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code or look in the app store of your choice that's probasketballgm.com. ultimate basketball GM Start your dynasty today I wish we were starting a dynasty but no we're getting blown (laughs) out at home um but all right Pat so DeMar DeRozan goes down in this game in a moment where I don't know if it was frustration I don't know what it was took his jersey off the moment he went to the sideline it was basically I don't know if he if the medical staff told him or he told the medical staff I'm done um but it's that hip hip injury that he had early in the season he said he was playing through uh, when he was playing some of his worst basketball we ended up finding out he was playing through uh, that hip injury do you think Demar? with just everything surrounded it. would you sit Demar for a couple of days or do you think he's going to miss some games here
1: if he's healthy i don't sit him if he's not mm-hmm. healthy i i sit him right like i i don't know what the situation is here and and if you do sit Demar, right like you're, you're you're gonna be in a in a hole right now you know what i mean like it, it it's one of those situations right now that that you are you have to win just about every game the rest of the way you're gonna drop probably a couple of them right i said they probably end up losing seven game five to seven games i think that's what we said to mm-hmm. start this thing off right the bulls could go i we talked about 11 and five being like the high side of it but like probably more realistically right like nine and seven is what they end up being finishing out this season And I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see them try to kind of like push DeMar Mm. into the like, hey, don't you want to play? Don't you like? let's see what you really have. Like, let's see what you because of the situation that they're in right now. They're trying to figure out what this team is with Pat Bev on the floor. Is DeMar DeRosa being a part of this team? the real thing that's needed and and that's how they're trying to finish this season out like i'm gonna be honest with our ak championship seven don't matter don't matter yeah not right now you got to figure out if the team you have on the floor right now is worth bringing back next year that's all this is all about
0: I mean, yeah, it really is evaluation mode here in the in the last part of the season to see what pieces you're going to keep, what you're going to do. Uh, AK got a lot of tough decisions to make this offseason. When you look at the roster, how do you balance this roster out? Um, who do you bring back on this roster? Resigning Io, Kobe. Whoa, what just happened there? All right, we lost Pat, apparently. I don't know if he got kidnapped, but we have lost Pat, the designer. Um, but the Bulls have to decide on bringing back Io, Kobe, Vooch, Um, Now, Pat Bev as well. What they have to do with DeMar DeRozan's contract. There's a lot of questions here facing this team and what this team needs to do this offseason. And so maybe this time out, if DeMar is sitting, if DeMar does not play helps, you know, bring that maybe a better a fuller picture to figure it out. I don't know. But I will say this, like if this, this Bulls team is going on a playing stretch and really trying to push that it of course becomes a little bit more complicated, a little bit more difficult without having DeMar DeRozan, especially with how good he's been facilitating lately, him taking a little bit more threes, him uh, being back to, you know, scoring pretty good for us in the fourth quarter and in the in clutch situation. So, you know, this Bulls team figure has some things to figure out. It's going to be tough. Um, it's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but, you know, DeMar, uh, we got Caruso. When does Caruso come back? I truly do think, though, that if uh, James Harden would have been playing this game, Caruso probably would have been playing. He was early, uh, initially announced that he was going to be returning today or be able to play today and be available. And then after the James Harden was out thing, it was announced that Caruso wasn't going to play. So... Hopefully that means and shows that James Harden is probably going to come back. I'm sorry, James Harden. I wish he was coming back to us, but no, I don't want Rick Ross on this team. Uh, but uh, Alex Caruso is going to come back for uh, the Chicago Bulls sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's some things that need to be done um, and some things that we definitely got to look at. We got to figure out. Um, it's not going to be easy without DeMar um, on this team. And, you know, we'll see what this team does. We'll see who steps up when needed. This is the time where you can really start testing yourself this is a time where you can really start testing your squad and your team what happened there pat
1: restream literally just booted me i was watching you that is hilarious that's funny i, I kept let- it going why won't it let me in <laughs> ah
0: yeah it is what it is bro but like- uh it'd be like that sometimes oh man but yeah so what what do you when when we look at potentially playing without Demar. What do you think is the, the the lineup and the matchups that Billy Donovan may go to in that case?
1: I think you're probably going to see what you saw at the end of the game a little bit. I think that's why Billy Donovan put that in, that Pat mm-hmm. Bev, what was that? Pat Bev, Kobe White, P. Will. Um, I'm trying to remember. Was that Drummond, I think, was in there? Or maybe Vooch was in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I Actually, it was a little Daylon Terry. I don't know if we see yeah. too much of that probably swap out Dalen with Javante or something like that, right? They're probably trying to be very cautious with Javante. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's probably a lineup that they go with because we know Billy Donovan, right? Hey, Billy, after you were getting blown out in the fourth quarter, uh, what was that last lineup you put out there? I just want to see some looks. You know, I want to see what Mm -hmm. that looked like. We're we're at the end of the season. We're trying to see what stuff looks like. So, you know what I mean? I, that's, that's the part that you sit there and you, uh, you're a little upset about with all of this, just the post-game press conference. But to me, uh, I think that's probably a lineup they try to run out there. Kobe played well. I will give Kobe credit. Kobe played well for the most part tonight. Um, still still an inconsistent shot, but I, I thought that the handle was well. I thought he got to the bucket and attacked aggressively. And I think that's something that they kind of want to try to exploit with uh, uh, um, Pat Bev on the court as well. And I'm not going to lie to you. Why not try? the sweet Life of Zach and Kobe again. Mm. Pat Bev, Kobe White, Zach Levine at the three, P. Will at the four, Vooch at the five. So you want to get a
0: little creative now. Is that getting might a little, little too too creative while we're trying to go it might push be for the play-in?
1: Cute. Yeah, it might be too cute. Oh. I'm not going to lie to you. That might yeah. be too cute. But I, I think, here's the tough part, right? You're trying everything you can just to find out where offense is that on this team? If, if you take anything from tonight, look at the fact that the Bulls didn't score over 30 in any quarter. They didn't score over 30 points in any quarter. That's tough. That's where your issue lies. I love the defense that the Bulls bring out. I love when they're playing intense. I love when they're getting the turnovers, attacking the bucket off the turnovers, all that. You gotta put up shots, and you gotta be able to make shots. Mm-hmm. You had 25 and 27 in the first half. They had 40 in the second. That's tough, bro. That's so tough. You gotta you gotta find and and I I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think that lineups on the, the I, I it's not even I don't think that lineups not on this team.
0: <laughs>
1: that lineups not on this team. There's no lineup on this team that gives you a good offense. There just isn't.
0: Ugh, Bulls got a tough thing ahead of them, then, bro. We got to figure it out.
1: Got to figure it out, man. I would not bet on this Bulls team if you held. Yeah, that's a tough way to say that. Don't worry about it. Y'all know where I was going with that, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can get away with that in podcast. I don't life think anymore, so, bro. bro. I don't, I don't think, think so. you can get away with that. That's why I didn't so. say it. But hey, man, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on the Chicago Bulls if I. Was going to bet with somebody else's money. That's a better way to say that. I don't know. But uh, hey, you know what uh, is worth betting going out here? The NCAA tournament, because it's heating up now. It's the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sports book app, uh, because new customers get the no sweat first bet up to 1000 dollars. Hear me on this. $1,000. That's your first bet. Uh, I'm sorry. That's a bonus bet back. If your first bet does not win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored and threes drained. Hey, if you're betting the bulls, bet the under plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a bigger chance at a payout with same game parlay so don't miss the chance for you uh, to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on that's FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NBA
0: all right Pat if we're looking at any silver lining in this at all The Bulls get blown out, but they don't really fall further down the standings because the other teams lost as well. Um, Looking at the current Eastern Conference standings, brother, um, and and the Bulls' remaining schedule and everything like that, the Bulls currently right now have a a one-and-a-half game lead over the Indiana Pacers, a a two-and-a-half game lead over the Washington Wizards, and uh, the Toronto Raptors who are above us and the Atlanta Hawks also lost. So everything kind of stays even for the most part. Are you still feeling confident about the Bulls' ability to make a play-in?
1: 10 games left? I, I feel confident about the Bulls' ability not only to make the play in, but to get out of the play in. Okay. Um, I feel like they are one of the better teams in the play in, even sitting at the bottom of the teams that are in the play in. Um, I think that Miami will probably be our toughest matchup, no matter what that is. But I see Miami beating Atlanta, and I know that the Bulls can beat Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? I know that the Bulls can beat Toronto. Now, of those teams that have played us tough and have beaten us for sure. hundred percent. Right. But I think when the, when the, the, the lights are on the brightest, right, you're going to see DeMar DeRozan step up. But when the lights are on the brightest, you're going to see Zach Levine step up, especially healthy. Right. I think he's going to take another step. Um, Vooch is just going to be consistent, man. He's like, it's like Ringo calls uh calls Pat, Beb. he's PB and J he's just steady. Yeah, I mean it's consistent. You 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 know what you're getting with a PB and J right now. That's that's what you got going on. So uh I, I think that I feel good about the Bulls making the play-in. Um, I don't know if I feel good about them getting too much further past the play <laughs> or winning too many games after the play-in. Um, but I, I I do. And I'm gonna be honest with you, with how things are shaping out the Bulls might be one of the top two teams in the play-in to where you only have to win one game. Mm. I could see that happening finishing out this season as well. Again, this is a down game. Let's not take everything that we saw in this game and say, see, they're back, because we haven't seen this from this Bulls team in a while now. So yeah. hopefully this is a uh, – and, and we'll, we'll see, right? Like, usually how this goes is like you said yesterday. We go on a three-game win streak, and then we lose four. Yeah. Now, if we lose four – now that's when things start to change. Hey, hey look, we're not going to make it. I hope yeah. we get the top five. You know what I mean? But, or top four. But uh, right now where I see this Bulls team, I feel good about them in the play-in tournament. Unfortunately, we're in the play-in tournament, and that's the main problem.
0: Definitely is the main problem there, the fact that, that this is where we sit right now. We're, we're clawing for a playing spot. But I do like what you pointed out there, the Bulls' ability to maybe get to the, get to rise up enough to where they only have to play one playing game or win one playing game. Yeah. Uh, that would benefit the Bulls the most. Um. But eh, this is just such its such a weird season, bro. Like, it's just, it really is. Like, I look at that and I want to be excited about that. I want to be excited about the Bulls possibly going into the playoffs, Um, you, you know, and and lo- they'll lose in the first round. I don't see them making it out the first round, or even making it interesting. But then it's still, we're still going to be left with an offseason where we have no draft picks, right? Yep. We have questions about what we're going to go in so many different directions with this team, with so many pieces like this is going to be an offseason where this team could look completely different in four months from now.
1: Let me, let me ask you this. When you look at um, what's standing on the other side of the play, in, who you rather play? Milwaukee has had a ton of injuries. And, we, and by the way, we've beaten both teams that we face up again. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee's had a ton of injuries. It's basically just been Giannis and Drew Holiday, and that and that has worked, right? They're still number one in the Eastern Conference. I'm not saying it hasn't worked, but they play more of a game that kind of speaks to how the Bulls can defend. You can't stop Giannis, but it's a very slow, slow down game, slow-paced game. Mm-hmm. Bulls can get in a low-scoring game with them and go back and forth. Or the Boston Celtics, who sit at two, which would mean we we actually get into the seventh seed and win there um where would you rather be coming out of this plane i'd rather play boston you'd rather be at the 7 i i'd rather play boston that's tough for me i know we beat them but jason tatum is just oh yeah i mean but i mean <laughs> it's you just, look at it's just jason, jason tatum, tatum or Giannis. Tatum. um I feel like there's more behind Jason Tatum than there is behind Giannis that I have to worry about.
0: Okay. I mean, that's that's fair if that's how you feel. Yeah. um, I I, I don't know. I just feel like I like our matchup against Boston. That's th- that's what I think it is. I, I like how we match up against Boston, even dating back to last season. But, I mean, I don't see us beating either. I really don't care. Like, I, I hate to be that guy. <laughs> The biggest, you know, what I'm actually more worried about, and this may be, you may think I'm crazy for this. What's up? I'm worried that Brooklyn is going to be the team that actually that we're talking about Miami. I think Miami may get out the playing and get that six seed, and yeah, Brooklyn yeah. may fall in that playing area. And I tell you what, I'm worried about playing that team. I'm not gonna lie. Didn't we beat that team by forty? No, that team we they killed us. Remember, we they
1: they we lost to them no, after KD we, lo- we, left. Yeah. But then we played them again, and we beat them by, like, 40. Did we? I think so, bro. Hold on. Let me go back and check the We destroyed schedule. that team when Malcolm Brogdon— No, we lost to them right after the KD trade. Yeah. Not Malcolm we, Brogdon. We, when, uh, we, we beat
0: them before the KD trade.
1: No, we lost to them right after the KD trade. We got killed. But then the first— You're and, and right. We, we did. And, we, what's I, the they it, play. February and then 24th. the next game, we blew them out.
0: 131-87. All right, shut up. I'm shutting up. <laughs> Brooklyn, please fall to the seventh seed. Now listen, I've been proven wrong. No, no, no,
1: hold, hold on, that don't mean nothing. It's they still the Chicago Bulls, but hey, <laughs> that don't mean nothing. Did we blow up Boston this year too? I think we yeah, blew we out Boston. Up was Boston. It, it? don't mean nothing. We're tenth right now. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it like, don't mean nothing. None um, of this means anything. anything. You want to? You want to know when the season ended? Legit. When the season mm. ended was at the trade deadline. When AK <S laughs> said we got to assess what we see. We got to assess what's on the court. That's when the season ended. Mm. I told y'all on this podcast, I came on this podcast, and I literally said, hey, he didn't add to this team. And he basically said, I need to see what's on this team. He don't care about this season no more. Let He's me ask on to
0: 2024. Let me ask you this before we go. Last question. I think we both agree the Bulls grinding this out and trying to get in the play-in. I understand. I want to see this team. I want to see them develop hard. I want to get a look at what these players look like with, with some pressure on them, all of that. Yeah. But what do you think honestly benefits the team more? Do you think it benefits the team more to make it to the play-in and then, and then be eliminated from it and then still have a chance at a top four pick because we'd still be in the lottery? Or do you think it's more important for the team to win the play-in and then get eliminated? Because we both think they're going to be eliminated in the first round. Do you think they win enough games in the first round to where the experience, because to me, one game in the play-in for this team and where they are is not much different from the playoff experience that they would gain from only winning one game in in the first round of the playoffs to me. But, I mean, I want to see my team go as far as possible, so fight for everything you can get. But what do you think is going to benefit the team more in the long run? The chance at a top-four pick by getting eliminated from the play-in? or the experience by going through the first round, whatever that may
1: mean. It's one of two things, right? Like, if you feel that there's nothing that benefits you if you don't get the pick. Mm -hmm. A chance at getting the pick doesn't mean you get the pick. It just means you got a chance to get the pick. So there's nothing that benefits you if you don't get the pick. And to me, I can't count on the fact that I'm going to get the pick. What I can count on the fact of is if this Bulls team wins enough games, they're going to get in the first round. Mm -hmm. They got to win the games, but I can count on that that is in my control. And what I say about that is this, the Bulls don't fear the top teams. The Bulls may fear some of these bottom tier teams. But they don't fear the top tier. They're not scared to go out there and fight against Giannis. They're not scared to go out there and fight against Jason Tatum.
0: Oh, I, I don't don't want to cut you up, but I want to I want to clarify because I think you're you're taking my question as meaning the bulls should try to tank. That's not I just I'm just saying, what do you think the get the bulls get the most out of? Not necessarily trying to. Well, and that, no, to that, that's, that's, okay. that's I just what wanted what I'm to saying. make sure yeah. That's
1: what I'm saying. Because I think there's a chance, right? The the chance you can get the pick is cool, mm-hmm. but I got players on my team right now that I need to, like, see. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you win one more game in the playoffs, even if you're in the 10th seed, you're still Mm. going up against the number one. Yeah. Also, a team that we played last year. If, If you win one more game, if you win three games, weirdly enough, that's improvement. If you go into Boston and you win three games, weirdly enough, that's improvement. And we've seen that they can beat those teams. Okay. Now, regular season versus postseason, very different, right? Like Giannis might be like, hey, yo, 70 a night. Come on now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if if we're being 100% honest about like, I, I, I just, I try not to live in the, if we get that, is it more, here's the thing, is it more beneficial to get the pick? If they get the pick? Yeah. Because you're going to add Scoot Henderson. You're going to add... I, uh, 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 Brandon Miller, you're going to add, right? Like to a team that already has Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Padre, right? Like a bunch of these guys. You you add in what we're looking for in a player. But I, I can't count on them getting that. Sure. Unless the NBA moves some some ping pong balls around again, shout out NBA.
0: We had a 1.8 percent chance. We need that to come through for us dude, again. Let, but we, no. that,
1: we got like a 48 percent chance if we get in the lottery this year. Don't yeah, we? I know, right? It's, it's, crazy. Crazy. No? it's <laughs> wild. Yeah. It's been a
0: season, man. could um, be
1: 15 again. That's tough. That's tough. All right, Pat. If you hey had man, any follow me on answer. everything at Locked On Bulls, man, or follow us both on everything at Locked On Bulls, you can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer, man. Tell people on Twitter to check our numbers.
0: You can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E, and thank you so much as always for making Locked On Bulls your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, go check out Game to Game NBA. Every uh, late breaking performance, every analysis, every result, all all across Locked On Game to Game, the way the only Locked On can deliver it. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. Another blowout, man. We out, y'all.
1: Can y'all tell we tired? <laughs> Very much. Tired of this team. Nah, that's, that's what, what I mean. Can y'all tell? we? It's just been such a long season, bro. <laughs> <laughs>